Hey, wonderfuls, welcome to episode 424, my scrumptious, eh, cerebrally scrumptious, I don't want to get into any trouble, but wonderful boy of summer human being, James Arthur M. from the Minority Corner podcast, if you are a listener. Certainly, if you are a Max Fun member, you know that that is part of the Max Fun family. And I was overjoyed to have him on the podcast. I had such a great time. My face hurt from laughing afterwards. We really did it. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm going to tell you right now, it is a hot summer day right now. It's very, very toasty. I got to get into some cool, cool clothes and get in front of an air conditioning. Air conditioner. Get in front of some air conditioning. See, my brain is melting. Enjoy this episode. I'm also recording. Okay, but good. Thank you. It's not telling you that it's recording, but but you're recording. This, your, I am also recording. You, you're recording a higher quality. I um, I ah uh, yeah. Anyway, it's okay. Well, the choice of well, okay. But I hopped into a meeting with uh, some producers from CBS, and like as soon as I hopped in, it was like this meeting is being <laughs> recorded, and I had to like consent to it. I was like, what? It's like stopped everything, and they're like, what's happening? What's happening? And it was like. <laughs> I was being sassy with them. I was like, wow, the whole entire pandemic and y'all haven't figured out Zoom. What's going on, yeah, CBS? Yeah, good for you. What's going on? That's what they want. They want a little <laughs> sass. They didn't. They, they did not want to meet with you because you were going to be like a little shrinking daisy. They did not want that. They don't. Because it shows that like, oh, they're, you're, this person's comfortable, yeah. you know, because otherwise, because I mean, I'm nervous as a wreck on the inside, yeah. but I can put this outward mm-hmm. exposure of like... Get your shit together. Yeah. Get it together. Yeah. Gotta do it. It works every time. I don't know why they haven't figured out that that is just the way that we're masking our insecurities, but maybe because they're worse <laughs> at it. So they, it's even if they think yeah. we're insecure, they're just like admiring the fact that we can cover it mm. so well that it still mm-hmm. pays off. Well, it also I think jolts them because they all they they want you to do good. We forget that yeah. sometimes because sometimes they're eating a ham sandwich <laughs> yes. and you're like, this person doesn't it doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, and I was warned. I was like, there might be someone who's re- looking really bored. And so I do is I call them out. Like I was like, oh, you know, George over there looking kind of bored. I'm sorry, I'm boring yeah. you. You know, maybe I went too hard. And I was like, and you over there, I don't <laughs> like your face. That's just and, called reverse uh, heckling. And- <laughs> <laughs> reverse heckling oh i gotta remember that next time i get really nervous doing stand-up um, i i was just thinking about this how i'm so grateful to not be doing stand-up anymore the pandemic the ponda replay uh-huh. the pandemic <laughs> i don't like to call it by its name because it gives it its power right you, so the pandemic <laughs> you don't owe me parallelogram <laughs> you don't owe me panic at the disco well um, my friend who is like extremely male extremely white and extremely straight and he is an absolute doll and is like so owns the fact that he's an idiot in the best way he he calls it charlie one-nighter um oh, and i was like okay. that is classic like of course you might as well drive a semi That's... but i do enjoy it i do enjoy charlie one Meanwhile, Niner. i'm like oh the pandemic the you know <laughs> cutifying cute, cute names <laughs> the ponza replay throw back to rihanna you know uh i mean but we all have to find our ways to just not give it its power but i was thinking i was like 
I stopped doing stand up right around the time the parallelogram uh-huh. hit, and I they were I, people were like, oh, people were trying to do like stand. Remember in the beginning, everyone was trying to figure out how to do this. Like, drag queens were performing in their kitchens, and stand up comedians were performing in their kitchens, and like. I did not feel like doing comedy when this. I was like, I don't feel funny. I, I don't know what's this, happening. Yeah. People are dying. I was like, not in a good space for a while when it yes. started, for sure. And everything I did was tinged with like it was so clear. I mean, like doing the thrilling adventure hour when it's a written, it's like written theater. Yes, I yeah. I felt like even that we were just outpouring so much emotion of like this is hard. <laughs> you know that it was like there could be yes. that pathos there, but just straight up comedy, I really couldn't have done it. And we waited a good while to yeah. even do those. But yeah, people who just like jumped in, I was like, I mean, they were part of the contributing factor. Bless them. Because there are many wonderful, brilliant geniuses who, frankly, had to do that to keep from going crazy, you know, because that's how they fight their demons. But it made everyone else feel like, oh, I should be writing my book. (laughs) Like, oh, I should. Right. Yeah. What am I I doing? I I need to. I I always said I wanted to learn to sculpt. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. There's so many things that I I don't think I. I think what I'm taking out of this is I picked up uh, cardio kickboxing. Oh, fun. I do love kickboxing. It's fun. I think I grew up watching. I grew up watching Buffy. Rest in power, Joss Whedon's career. Um, (laughs) I know. Side eye your heroes. No one's safe. Like if you like them, twenty years later, just you wait. You're gonna listen to this podcast, and they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, James and Janet." Like they. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's but really doing cardio kickboxing makes me feel like I'm like live being Buffy, and that's why I love it. I think that's the only new thing that I picked up because I was, I had a pretty busy, pondery play. Yeah, like it was pretty. I'm just really gonna stick with please this. Do, um, please do, please do. <laughs> I'll see if I can come up with some new ones. Um, I had a really busy panini. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a busy Pampers, such a busy Pampers. <laughs> This is the whole show. That's just saying P words instead of the other one. Um, But yeah, it was it was so busy, and and then too when I wasn't busy. But I think my busyness was to help me from going into dark, sad, terrifying places. That was how I dealt with my stress. Was just saying yes to any and everything, and. Um, but you didn't miss doing stand up. No, no. I, I was. How do you feel now? Like, I, I think I'm like I don't have to do that anymore ever again. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't. I'm saying like, this I don't is someone. Burning yeah. I don't go, do stand up, and I, I couldn't this... do stand up. So I'm asking you because I'm always I'm fascinated by it. Like it's like I'm a biologist, and it's my creature that I'm like having under a microscope. Like to be so closely connected to comedy, but still for me feel so. Like oh don't, like, oh I don't can't I couldn't really... I couldn't and it, it think it takes it takes a lot of time and just like you have to it takes ten years you know <sighs> um and it's I mean it's just a lot it's a lot of bombing and it's a lot of, and I was doing it because I the work was drying up I wasn't getting cast in anything and I wanted to just perform sure. and tell stories and and that's what I want to do and I you know I'm a storyteller so I was like well let me get up on a microphone and you know people who and it's very challenging the you know stand-up comedy scene it's still very was in New York at the time it's still very straight white male dominated and it just was inter- open mics were the worst and you have to go to open mics because you can't get better unless you go to the Oof. open mics but the open mics are the worst because like 
no one like ever all of the you're performing in front of comedians and like you know the one group of girlfriends who stumbled down to this bar and didn't realize it was an open mic night but bless them because at least like they're gonna laugh otherwise it's just these comedians who like all they want to do is hear themselves and they're right. also really nervous and so it's a room of I they might, you could they probably pick up on oh, this. Oh, absolutely. They may not even be able the to energy. hear. They literally might yeah. not. I mean, giving everybody that they're giving them the best, like, you know, yes. putting them in their best they're nervous place. themselves. Yeah, that, that's because I have been in positions where I've been so nervous that, like, I may be looking at something and it there is, I'm <laughs> nothing is getting in. Nothing is getting yeah. in. Yeah, and it yeah. just appears to whoever would look at me as if like I'm a miserable person who hates everything around me. But it's just that I'm like, blah, 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 blah. there's a bu- there's a hive of bees all in here. You're in your own head and you feel like you just got to keep it together because if you don't, it's you're going to. It was almost like doing like weekly like book reports or presentations almost like every week having to get up and, and, and do it. Yeah. And I, I had I had fun. But like the. the I just I'm not I don't I don't miss it not that I won't maybe go back to it but I I'm not hungry to to jump back into and you it you kind of have like, to be I'm hungry not, for all the reasons that yeah, you just I'm said not, like I'm not I'm not yeah what about like, also, like what about improv I, yeah. I say that only because everything you mm. just described is t- in my experience and I'm sure there are people who who didn't have this experience but that is always a group of people who number one they don't have anything they've memorized <laughs> So they yes. there's only so nervous they can get, and two, it, sure. we are it's drilled into us to yeah. that we're we're a team, we're a team, we're a team. That I feel like that carries over to watching improv too. Like mm, I mm-hmm. am first to laugh at somebody doing improv yeah, because same. I know what it feels like to just be floundering, yeah. and I feel like the best gift you can give somebody who's floundering is the boost of a laugh because that c- takes them out of the panic. So I feel yeah, like it's the opposite it's all experience. About that first laugh. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you're still bad oh. at improv for a long time before you get good, but it's more fun. The experience and of getting better is is better. And you're all doing terrible together, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's a you know you're all just you know a lot of talking head scenes or a lot of you know I was doing a lot of dicking when I first uh-huh. started. I was like, <laughs> I need something to do. Oh, I'm just oh we're digging in the kitchen again, huh? Or just like I love when you first start doing improv. Like your base reality is so non-existent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like, and what you're do just... people do? People open cabinets. <laughs> like, I think I've seen people like, make a cereal sometimes. Yeah, or you're like, oh, we're, we're astronauts. You're like, yes, we're astronauts, and like, oh no, now there's like pirates here too. And it's like, why can't you just stick with the astronauts? And you're like, and they want ten billion dollars. Why can't it just be ten dollars? Yeah. Why did it have to be so extreme? Yeah, it's a little. Sick? That's the little kiddiest thing that you can do as an adult is like because you are as you are trying to get good. Everything the stakes are too high. Everything you're doing is too a cartoon. High. <laughs> too you high. know. The Oh my god, yeah, so good. But it's one thing I because I was doing stand up and I was doing improv. I was at UCB. Uh, I think like right before it like shut. I was like one of the last classes to like finish the UCB program. Um, and I was doing stand up and I had a team. And I uh, one thing I love so much about doing improv. It's a lot of what we we're just saying is that like there was this like we were all being terrible mm-hmm. together but there felt like this camaraderie yeah. support because like stand up is such a solid like a like a, it's your a lone wolf sort of a thing you're up there by yourself you know these comics are it's sometimes kind of supportive but it's so individual but like that's the one thing i love about the improv is like it's we're 
to, to quote um, High School Musical, we're all in this together. Yeah. Phrase is ruined. Yeah. That phrase... <laughs> That phrase is ruined, so is let it go. There's just certain phrases that are like, Oh, let it go. We gotta let go, let it go. Oh, let it go. The most simple, I mean, it really took, it's it's like, do you think people said that for a minute after like Lionel Richie's hello, who's on the charts for a while, where they like, we cannot say hello anymore. We have to let it go. We have to let hello go, guys. We just can't. We're it's all over. in this together, letting it go. I mean, hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that did happen. You just take those like simplest of phrases and then they're just, it's gone. And I feel like every time I say it, I hear it and I feel compelled to acknowledge uh-huh. it because I'm always like, okay, guys, I get it. And no one else was maybe even thinking right. about it. You're just making it happen. You're self-fulfilling the prophecy. You are the one person keeping <laughs> we're all in this together. Alive. Uh, oh, Outside okay, of it, just Janet. right. We're all in this together. Let's do the You're song doing again. it right now. You're doing it right now. Oh my God. You kill me so much. Can I wanted I, I want to give you some snaps here. Uh-oh. I just want to like applaud. You have been in this podcasting game forever. And I just want to give you snaps. I just want you're a trailblazer. Aww. And the commitment and dedication it takes to like do this podcast and for so long like you know back in the day there wasn't like a Michelle Obama or you know like now like a Meghan Markle like there's like all these people (laughs) who have podcasts it used to be you know not to call us like everyday people but you're it was not yeah it was a place where you could you could develop your voice and be recognized and it was and you could grow out of podcasting rather than being the most famous person in the world and then being like I guess I should have a podcast (laughs) <laughs> Which I get it. I totally get it. And like, yep. sure, you should totally. have a podcast. That's totally fine. Yes. But yeah. Rock Obama and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> like, absolutely. I will say, though, I see them. I see these kids. I'm going to call them kids because they're new to the podcasting mm-hmm, game. I like it. I see these kids come in and I'm just like, OK, we'll see. Like, I love you, Michelle Obama, but her podcast fell. She did like six episodes. and She's like, I don't talk yeah. about this. Like, she went off and did something else. Like, you see all these kids who come in. They get like these million dollar contracts. Yeah. And like, OK, we'll see how this lasts because it's about keeping that community going it's about keeping the community going it's about actually liking to listen to other people most likely (laughs) and yeah to 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 like still to to always be interested in something you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you know you've been i mean i'm just always if i think if i were doing like a movie review show i would have quit by now which is and 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 I love those shows. Like I'm so glad. I mean, right. I definitely yeah. feel like I get recommendations for stuff I like from people who are like taking care of that for me. Um, but that I think I would get tired of. I would just be like, I just don't want to mm. watch another thing that I promised mm. someone I would say whether it was good or not. <laughs> like I think I would start to have. So, I would start to be like, what do I like? I would. I might have like an yeah. existential crisis. I feel that sometimes you can become so niche that like that's just all your world is. So if it's just like movies, like luckily, like same thing. Like with my I, this point at Minority Corner, like I my co-host left. She had a baby. Um, I knew as soon as she was like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, damn, this baby's <laughs> gonna come and ruin everything. That has happened um, to several of my podcasting <laughs> friends. <laughs> The baby, the baby takes over. It's similar, like anytime an actor on a favorite TV show of mine, they're like, you know, I'm always afraid. Like, I just, uh, I love kids, but I don't like them ruining the things that I love. I don't know. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. So, but anyways, so we have, I, I, we have a rotating guest co-host, and what's been nice is like, I just 
people I'm interested in talking to and it brings a new dynamic. And then too, with our contents always changing of like, what did I watch this weekend or what did I read? Oh or yeah. The you have, or you have this thing I learned about in history. In, absolutely. We, no, you're perfect because it's, it's not dissimilar for mine, although you have a better format, which is here's, here's what you can expect thematically from this right. conversation. Beyond that, everything's up for grabs. You know? Yes, totally. Yeah. And so then it just becomes like, well, I was probably going to talk about these things anyways. Or it has pushed me into, I have learned so much about just like history. Like, I didn't know there were gay samurais. I don't know if you knew no. that. there were gay samurais. Yes. So there were gay samurais. Sam- of history. <laughs> what so- am I talking about? Oh my God. You I heard it here. I don't think you I heard it here. There's a lot of history. And with such like awe. <laughs> There's a lot of history. And that's it. That's it. I think that's going to be my next show. And you're going to be on the show. I'm into and it's it. Called, There's a lot I'm of ready. history. And we just discover oh new things that happen in history. Wait, you're saying there was a 72 BC and a 73 BC? Whoa. What? Whoa. Hold on. Hold uh-uh. on. I don't, uh-uh. That's too much. Too much for one episode. <laughs> we'll be back next. Put oh, a pin in this. No. We're coming back next oh, week. Oh, no. Oh, man. That is so great. Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. Hey, folks, it's me, James Arthur M., host of Minority Corner, your home through these wild times for weekly doses of pop culture, history, news, nerdy stuff, and more through a BIPOC queer and allied lens. That's how you get Joel Schumacher putting nipples on Batman. Yeah. I didn't ask, like, and I say no. this as a gay, I say this as a gay man, didn't ask for it. I don't need to see <laughs> Batman's nipples on his suit. Who is this for? Who is this for? <laughs> I did a bunch of research. I wanted to just know about the history of black people in Argentina. So... Not only did they erase black people from their history, they also started to flip and use it as slurs. We're not done. Like, we're not done with the work that needs to be done. And so stay awake. So join me and some of your new BFFs every Friday here on Maximum Fun to stay informed, empowered, and have some fun. Minority Corner, because together, we're the majority. I will say it was a breath of fresh air. I do love guesting on other people's shows because I just get to just show up yeah. and I don't have to prepare anything. I will say the sad thing for my show when you're a guest co-host, you don't get to just show up. There's homework. Yeah. There's like homework. You've got to research. No, you got what's your corner? What's your thing? Yeah. But um, as I say, what are you the most looking forward to back when you're done with the Ponderosa? Uh-huh. Um, when you're exiting the Ponderosa? <laughs> Is there something like you're like, like, oh, I can't wait to get back to doing this. Yeah. Or maybe you even got a taste of it. Yeah. Well, um, I will say that I do feel like a lot of my in-person relationships, and frankly, that's something that has been going on. I was really busy during the Pam Dauber as well. And um, <laughs> I... And, and But it isn't the same. Um, and yeah. And so, like, having a couple of my comedy friends who I also consider to be like you know role models and like heroes of mine I guess I feel like I'm like oh I shouldn't say who they are because I haven't we haven't like booked the thing yet but to have Mm. to have a couple really my top two anyone who listens to the podcast is probably like I know exactly what she's talking about but to have (laughs) two of my favorite people say hey we're starting this thing again or I'm going to start doing this again I want you to be one Mm -hmm. of the first people to do to come be a part of it 
I it had those two things happen like in six in a day's succession where like someone reached out and said I want you to do this can you and someone else was like would you be available blah, blah, blah. and and they're both in person and I did not even know how much I like would be so moved by that I was like yeah. oh my god they rem-. it's like I they remembered me as if we weren't already in touch <laughs> through the entire thing but somehow like feeling like yeah. oh god I'm on I'm oh I'm like a priority like yeah. And it was like really misty yes. and the idea mm. of like fantasizing about carrying out that thing of like going to the thing and seeing them and hugging yeah. them and just being mm. in that situation. I ran into a friend of mine um, like go- going to my mailbox. I ran into a friend of mine who I have not seen for a year, uh, more than a year. And um, and just running into him and us both being vaccinated and being outside and just and both wearing masks anyway because we both come out of being inside of a store two different stores yes we were like are we gonna do this and like we hugged and squeezed each other so tight and i was like oh my god like this is so important (laughs) this is so important i've never been more happy to just run into a pal you know yeah Uh, well i've had I have been running into, so mine has been the, well, two things that I wanted to say. One is that, like, as artists, we're already always, a, we always have in the back of our mind, we'll never work again, even though you just book, like, you ever yeah. have, oh, you God, book a yeah. project, like, you, you book like, a I'll project, yeah, but also you book a project and you're like, well, I can't wait for this to get canceled. Like, you can't even, you don't even let yourself, you're happy for like a minute and then you're, and then you're just uh, waiting minute, to be. joy. Yeah. Joy is one of the hardest feelings and emotions to really hold I on to because we already go on to the other thing or sometimes we get it and then that fear comes, yeah. you know, comes creep, creeping yeah. in. Uh, foreboding joy, I think is what Brene Brown likes mm, to call it. Brene, um, that makes perfect sense. Of course she would call get, it foreboding. Right? Yes. Of course yes. she would. Yes. And so, like, I can understand, too, I would say the one thing um, uh, about the Pamela Anderson is that, like, it made us, I uh, think, <laughs> Think about the things that we really appreciate, like Pamela Anderson. <laughs> really, not the pandemic. Um, but like, like, like the for me, it's been like the gym. I got to go back to the gym recently. Like, sun, summer's coming, and us, you know, us gays, we don't get to ever really take it off. Like, you know, I don't, you know, I was actually working out, home working out during um, the uh, pants. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm just, <laughs> you'll never guess what I'm staring at. <laughs> But yeah, like, like, so, so just going back to the gym, even though it's like mass workouts, um, it just, there's something about, I was like, I will never, and like, I'll never take this for granted. I probably will. Right. But I will, like, there's, there's just that appreciation. And then the next on my list is like the movie theater. Once I can go back to the movies, I'll be good. People, I've been so, this is weird because I'm such an, I am an extrovert, but I, it's been weird. I have been having a weird experience getting back to human beings and people Mm -hmm. like navigating hugs like it's it's been weirder than i i thought Mm -hmm. and i'm i used i was a hugger and now i'm just oh are we doing this and i feel weird doing it and there's also some people i probably just don't want to hug and (laughs) that's why i feel weird is what i'm thinking like yeah there's people at the gym that i'm just like been kind of avoiding like oh let's keep this mask higher (laughs) right and keep (laughs) and some sunglasses and a hat yeah and just avoiding people that I did know before, but maybe I don't want to know anymore. I I think that's fair. I think that is a very reasonable thing. There's a lot of takeaways from the Panama hat that we can... (laughs) 
that that we that we you know that we sort of do like maybe come to terms with in a different way and i think we talked about this and we can i want to move on from this because i do want to hear about adorable teenage you which you might as well still be because you have the cutest handsomest baby face um <laughs> that being said i don't mean that a con- you're clearly a man more- you're clearly no. a man <laughs> but you Wait, also just have that I- timeless <laughs> handsome adorable like you you will look like this when you're 75 like you will what is so funny is I've had many of people tell me in the past like month, they're like, you're so adorable. I know you're a grown ass man, <laughs> but you're very adorable. And I'm like, I don't know what I, I don't know. <laughs> I might own, own like 80s sitcom uh, and I just, I don't age. That's good. Just, uh, no, you should, yes. you don't, you won't, you shouldn't, you can't. It's all good. It's all good. But that being said, I, I, f- I almost feel like we talked about this in one of like during Max Fun Drive, one of the many like different conversations we were all a part of but i i will miss there is an anonymity to masking that like on a Mm. on an evening walk when i'm Mm. just like feeling gross and i just want to be in my space and listen to my audiobook but i'm going up but i'm in griffith park and it's very busy something about having glasses sunglasses and a hat and a mask (laughs) is so satisfying and also yeah I, I, I might have said this on a uh, no i don't think so but anyway i was at the farmer's market and i ordered and i like asked a really dumb question and um i was really embarrassed after i asked it because they made it clear like you were asking us i was like oh is that the blah 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 sauce is that history? and they were like this is <laughs> they're like no they're all this that's the name of our company and yes. i was like i'm an idiot and then I thought, <laughs> and then I was like, they'll never know. I'll never have to, like, ha, I can come suckers. back here next week. They'll have no idea that I was that stupid even person. change up, change up change the up mask, the mask change up the hat. I mean, I was free. So there are some yeah. gaffes that I feel like, and there's yes. some anonymity there. And I also feel like I did, I admit that I was more free with my singing along to music um, in a louder <laughs> pitch uh, in more. I mean, I was still not doing it, you know, in a place the way that I feel is like noise pollution. But like on an empty street in a neighborhood, I probably oh, was yes. louder than I would yes. be if I were exposed in any way, you know? <laughs> yes, 100 percent. Yeah, there's well, there's a shadow side to everything. I was thinking about that as like uh, the Pantene Pro V is ending. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're just doing <laughs> advertisements for companies. That sucks. That's okay. So now that the Pepsi is, <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, like I, there's a shadow side to it. So I definitely see like like I almost didn't tell my family that I had been vaccinated. <laughs> I did. That moment. You know oh that's going to show God. up in movies and, and TV. Like, there's going to, oh. like, whenever somebody is recapping this era, unless we all just kind of decide unconsciously Forget. we're not going to. Like, nope. Yeah, but the, yes. the moment of, like, the Seinfeldian moment of, like, maybe I shouldn't tell anyone that I've been vaccinated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so close, but I'm so bad with keeping secrets and not announcing mm-hmm. things. Yeah, me too. So I just was like, but I did this thing. And, you know, just really, really, really excited. I will say, too, it's been nice to have this excuse of like, oh, I'm not dating because of the. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. The know. parliament cigarettes. Uh, the- <laughs> I mean, if we're going to sell our souls, let's just go straight to hell. <laughs> I can't. The parliament cigarettes. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, because of the parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so I, <laughs> it's been nice, and now the uh, parliament is almost over. I I don't have that excuse anymore, and it's now I'm just like, no, I just don't want to go on a date with you. I just have to be. I do go back to being honest, or no, I don't want to hang out. Yeah. So it was nice to have that excuse. Yeah, uh, that's also true in general of of social stuff for sure. Um, I have a couple friends that are like, I'm not ready, and I'm pretty sure that that's just their code for like. I really don't feel like doing anything still, even though it's, you know, and I get, and I totally oh my get it. Gosh. I'm not ready. Is, so, could really, no, you know. you're so right. Cause I had invited a friend who I hadn't seen cause I'm planning my mom's 60th birthday on Angel Island because oh, nice. it's sick. Oh, I love Angel I don't Island. Just do it. Yeah. I don't want to just do it out of, it's still, I, it, it, it's still the, I've run out of P words. I, I fold. Okay. I, okay. Pa- <laughs> Pagoda. I, um, what do we poncho. Doing? Poncho. I, ah, very nice. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, like, you know, it's still the poncho. And I didn't want to just do it at a park. Like, I can't have my mom's 60th birthday at a park. That just sounds, you know, not well, as, a pinata. But island. Yeah. Ooh, the pinata. <laughs> but, if you, but if you bring the, During yes, the pinata. But if you... But if you bring yes, but during the pinata, if you bring the pinata uh, to oh, Angel it's Island, then it's like oh, oh it's, oh, it's we're on an it's, island. Yeah, it's exotic. It's beautiful. Yeah, you can have the same things. We just bring it. It's just Angel Island. It's literally just a park on an island um, with some hiking and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, my grandmother so anyway, so, lived on Angel Island. Just no FYI. way. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. You've got roots. Yeah, she lived on Angel Island, on Angel um, Island. and like took the ferry into San Francisco to like be a waitress at a restaurant, and that's where she met my grandfather. It's so it's pretty that cute. Is that amazing. Neat? Yeah, no one lived on Angel little, Island. Like, yeah, no, I see little houses like one that's about to fall into the water. There's like a little housing area. Yeah. I don't know if people are still there, but that is so fascinating. Anyway, I totally um, didn't mean but, to bogart but, that, but. No, but but a friend of mine, I was like, hey, because I hadn't seen her in a long time. And I was like, this is an opportunity. Two birds, one stone. I was like, which friend wants to come along so we can say we hung out? And so I like, and maybe that was my, that was my pitch. No wonder why she didn't come along. I told her I flipped a but coin like- and for some reason she seemed insulted. She was the sixth person I had asked. Um, but I had asked, I was like, hey, do you want to go to Ansel Island? And she was like, oh, now I'm saying what's going on. She's like, oh, I don't know if I'm really ready to like, you know, go out. I didn't get my vaccine. Um, and But then she was like, but maybe next week we can like go hang out in your backyard or at a park. And I'm like, but you do realize that Angel Island is just like a giant park on an island. Right. Like, And then she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> See, that was it. So now I realize she just didn't want to hang out. Got it. Please don't question me on this or you will end up realizing that I do not want to. I do not want to. Don't poke it. Don't prod at it. Don't look behind the curtain. I don't want to. I I think that we are a generation that has difficulty saying no. I think or like I think I'm not sure what that is because the the previous generation well like i don't know i i just we don't like to say no i have no is so hard i was saying to renee colvert we want to do i want to write a book instead of like year of yes like year of no and we've been that's i was a doing great really idea. good that's a great idea right shadow side of yep. it because i find myself so stressed so overworked yeah. because i'm saying yes to everybody else and saying no to myself and i start saying no to other people and saying yes to myself yeah. it's hard it's really hard and so it's hard. hard. It, yeah, I will say it's hard in life. Um, it is definitely hard with what we do because 
It's not, yes. I mean, for positive reasons. It's not like, right. oh, I feel I must say yes because, you know, this. I, even though I hate this person, this could be my next big job. It's more like it feels great, like you were saying about, you know, what was going on during the pupusa that you know Whoa! it feels good to it feels good to do something feels good to be creative feels good to connect with people in that way it also like you know what it feels like to want to get something going and to need the support of your colleagues yeah. or whatever and yeah. um mm-hmm. you know you don't ever want to feel like you're you're you want to feel like you're helping someone go forward yes. rather than feeling like oh i'm just another setback because i said no that they're experiencing too and, it's hard and, and too it's and too it's hard too because sometimes, like, sometimes it's a they all seem like really fun projects yeah. i will say a lot of times the idea of the project is more fun than the actual doing of the project because it kind of goes back to that initial like joy it's like oh my gosh i got this thing <laughs> one and then you start doing it you're like Oh, okay, but then you're doing so many things, yeah. so it's hard to really just focus on that. Yep. And plus, with the industry, you're then constantly looking for the next thing, which is why, like, I get why. What's her name? I, uh, I, uh, uh, Anatomy. Uh, what's her name? Like oh, the main God. girl, Alan Pompeo. Yeah. I get why. Like, 17 seasons in, she's like, I'm good. Like, she's not. She ha- does like, not you do know, like, anything just- else. Not, nothing else she and yeah. she's like one of the highest paid actresses on television yeah. and she like is i won't say phoning it in but like she's <laughs> she's she's sometimes she's like she literally is right now i haven't caught all the way up she's just been in a coma for most no. of the season you're she's kidding just, me yes. what she's like i'm just gonna lay on this are we bed. sure it's her like, it could be like <laughs> they made a whole model of her body you know they made like a prosthetic oh, it's just not even and then because of the i know right but then she's also because she's like a head producer and like I'm here for it. I love Ellen Popeo like collect your coin girl I love it I love what you're doing with the show I still watching 17 I've years in I've never seen a single like, episode I don't go in because you will like 17 years I have had like a ch- I had a I have a 17 year old child at this <laughs> point right. right like that's a lot of time my child is <laughs> about to graduate right. from high school right. um it's gonna vote um and make terrible decisions <laughs> but like see so much like in this season because the punky brewster is still um going on i uh, she is I like really for se- <laughs> now let me say something beware of using a different tv reference to while stand in for TV the pandemic show. while talking about what's happening on a TV show because I was about to say, oh, Soleil Moon Fry's on? That's so cool. What's her arc? <laughs> no, she is doing a reboot of her own show. I haven't checked uh, it out yet. But uh, Elma Peo is not only just, for the scenes that she is involved in, She's like, I'll be at the beach. Come film me here. <laughs> like, so all of her scenes are by the water yeah. and she's just having the best time of her life while everyone else is like in a studio. She's like, I'm not doing that. And like on the show, they all have to wear. It's a kind of the perfect show for this time of year. <laughs> because <laughs> It's that time of year. Like it's a ho- like the holiday <laughs> season. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's, you know, everyone's hanging their decorations. Everyone on Grey's Anatomy is wearing a mask. <laughs> you kind of feel the, you start feeling festive. <laughs> oh, ooh, I love pandemic season. Oh my god, great matching his and his mask. What are you wearing? Um, yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Um, no, I don't even remember. Oh, but they all wear masks because it's the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like they have to overdo it because it's not enough protection. So they like will wear. It's interesting because they're wearing full on like 
hazmat suits, but just like the just the head part. Right. So they'll be in their their nurses. They'll be in their like doctor scrubs <laughs> with just like the head of the hazmat <laughs> suit. And then there's like a vacuum pack <gasps> going because you want to see their bodies. Whoa. And so it's just this covering. And then what I love, there's a little microphone. Oh, no, they, just, they don't even try They're to hide totally it. Britney. It's just a little Britney yes. mic. It's a little Britney mic in there. Oh. And you have this like. Your suspension of disbelief never quite goes because you're just like, because you're like, oh, yeah, you know, the Pondery play is going. Everyone, they're, and they, they've incorporated into the show. Yeah. I guess that was going to be my question, just to make sure, like, wait, this is this is because they're acknowledging it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's because they're acknowledging yeah. it. <laughs> Even worse that they weren't acknowledging <laughs> it. And it was, it's been so great to watch how, it, like, it, the thing, you can see where they were <laughs> during the pandemic season. Yeah. Um, because, like, in the beginning, there's the sex scenes were literally just like kind of not, or you could see who they were potting actors sure. with of like, sure, sure, and some act, a lot of outdoor uh, scenes, yeah. um, a lot of like, oh, we can't touch each other, but uh, <laughs> we can be on the phone. <laughs> They're yeah. getting real creative. Did you ever see? And there was a soap opera who I don't know if you saw, but in the height of oh, it, no. they would bring in someone's like uh, they'd bring in their wife to be their kissing partner. Oh, so they'd film funny. it and they'd have like their wife or <laughs> wine. It's so good. You have to find it. They are kissing a blow up doll. <laughs> And you can, <laughs> they tried their best to film it as good as they could. Limited crew, limited resources, and they got to pump these things out. It was oh a blow it off. It's a mannequin. How in the world do you get through that without losing it? How did anyone in that room, including the dummy, how did anyone yes. not start <laughs> laughing? alive? Uh, it, that it's is so crazy. proper they're doing it for it's serious oh. there's no jokes she's died she's died of cancer oh, God. not before this kiss oh, blow up doll <laughs> I do need to see that that is a thing yeah. I need to see I cannot believe that I cannot believe that they were like this is the right solution this is <laughs> clearly the right like, way to that go pers- that he, he wasn't married so they couldn't bring in the wife to be the kissing stand in and uh, that's all they had left. They're like, well, have, what do we got? Oh Who's got to blow up? No. Uh, uh, um, uh. Let me get to you. I've got to get to you. Okay. I've got to. This is about you. Come on. Yeah, I just keep contracting. Not about blow up dolls. Well, that is my, actually a great segue. So, <laughs> as you know, I like to ask everyone to pick up their perfect blow up doll. No, um, no, I, <laughs> no, I wanted. I, I did want to ask you about Angel Island because I didn't know if that meant that you were from the Bay Area or if that was just where your mom is now. <laughs> my mom's not an, on Angel Island, so we're not. Right. We don't have those connections. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up in a, a town called Fairfield. I call it Squarefield, but you cannot call it Squarefield if you're not from Understood. there. That's, Understood. You know. Yeah, I grew up here in the Bay Area. We were like, if growing up in like, it's like we're close enough to like we're the last part of the Bay Area according to Craigslist. So if Craigslist says it's true, it's true. Um, it must be. They're never. There's no lies on Craigslist. It is everything. <laughs> everything is represented as advertised. 
Oh my god! I remember before there was like dating apps. Craigslist was, and by dating I mean hookup. But Craigslist was the place to go, and I, young twenty-year-old me, went to some very. It's a miracle I'm alive. <laughs> There's so many moments when I'm like, this is like the beginning of a Law and Order episode. Absolutely. Like this is it. Absolutely. I never did and that, and I was I was afraid just being I, like, oh, this looks like a good set of dresser drawers or whatever. I guess you wouldn't buy just the drawers. Done. 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 I guess buy the still the beginning of lot order. Janet, your first clue was you were gonna just buy two drawers. You weren't even gonna buy the dresser frame. Do not respond to an ad selling two drawers. Done. done. We found her body in one of the drawers, and the rest of her body in the other drawer. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No. Yeah, but oh, and you just have to write directions on like a, a post-it note because there was no yeah. like smartphone or like, like print out just... map. I feel like I, I feel like oh, the, I feel like the arrow when I was printing out MapQuest directions was fairly short, but it was intense. It was like <laughs> why suddenly I'm like running out of color printer ink. Like yes! what is happening? Ugh. You gotta get it in color. <laughs> it's in black and white. You just really can't see the full map. Oh, those were the tags. <laughs> uh, not really. Okay. But yeah, Fairfield, so grew, not Squarefield. Uh, not Squarefield. And um, wait, where is it? We're close enough yeah, to the. Tell me where in. I should know where it is. I it's, feel. It's exactly an hour between San Francisco and Sacramento. Oh, okay. So it's like moving further, like not northwest. to be confused with Fairfax, which is. No, right. Which is also in California. Yeah. Also confusing. Yeah. And I believe. Fairfield, like Springfield, is one of I think one of the most common. Like almost, I think every state. I'm not a. I'm not Wikipedia, um, but check your I'm local. Say, I'm not MapQuest. <laughs> I'm not MapQuest, y'all. I don't know. Map, you'll ask your local MapQuest um, and get the printout. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like so. But it was interesting because like the town was small. It was like a small suburban sort of town. And so we like got the city life because we would go to San Francisco. But then also people would have the day off and they're like, what are we going to do today? Go cow tipping. So we got right. like the best, not the best of both worlds. <laughs> <we> got, <laughs> Lucky. I am not pro cow tipping. Let so, me tell you. So the takeaway is those two things are like they're equivalent in your head. <laughs> One being. Go to the city or go cow tipping. Oh, I don't know. Decisions. Decisions. Oh my gosh. But people go cow tipping during the day and they were like it was so hard because they had to chase the cows and they weren't not the smartest Poor town cows. I didn't say that you know oh I know leave cows alone leave them alone uh, but yeah so Bay Area native you are also a Californianite I what well, well I'm from Arizona but I moved to oh. San Francisco when I was 19 I moved when I was 19 so I've been in so you, California longer than I've been out of it. So I feel very fair. like that's okay. But I've never lived yeah, no. anywhere west. Like I've never lived anywhere east of Arizona. So it's pretty west coast, southwest, west, west coast, coast. Yeah. West coast. So grandma was on Angel Island and then went to Arizona? Or yeah. this is a different oh, grandmother? Oh, well, she, when she, my, my grandfather was a uh, Marine. So they met because he, ah, yeah. he was serving there. And she was not, I, I mean, <laughs> connections is relative but because it really was just like that's part of the military base so i think it was like her friend she was living with her friend whose family was a military family or whatever mm. um that she was on angel island but uh but yeah so they lived there my mom was born there and then they moved to like north carolina georgia they lived in the south for a while and then they moved to phoenix arizona and then i my mom went to school in tucson that's where i'm from um because she stayed oh. there but uh but yeah i i mean 
that's one of those areas where, and I always love talking to people from the Bay Area, although agreed there is a big difference even, you know, between Sacramento, between Davis, between Fairfield, between, yeah. you know, Fairfax and San Francisco. All those cool. places have such different vibes, like such, such <laughs> vastly different vibes. But any of those places had I visited when I visited, um, like, Palo Alto, Menlo Park area, and San Francisco, which I think I did all, and Oakland, which I did all in mm. one pass, um, was my first time to Northern California when I was like 13. I would have taken any of it I because I just, mm. and so yeah. for so long, I thought of Northern California as a place that you wouldn't ever see a reason to leave, that you would just be like, well, I have everything I need here. I mean, and I yeah, kind of still feel would, that way. <laughs> I'm not there anymore, it, but it, I still I, feel that way. It's a it's a pretty magical place. I mean, I, I went to school in Santa. I went to UC Santa Cruz, which is kind of central California. Um, it's I, pretty I went to, Northern California vibe, though. It, Don't you think? 100%, I mean, yeah. It 100%, is not trying yeah. to be it's, anything other than Northern California vibe. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's, like, still 1971 That's there. Right. Because, like, you have to drive. Like, it was, like, I went to hippie school. Like, it's, like, it was just, I... I can watch things from the 70s. I'm like, yeah, that was like my school, man. Like, that's just how it was. Like, <laughs> and that's where Jesse that, went man. too, right? That's like where he was on the radio station and all that. And 100%. Yeah. That's the only, it was, that's how we ended up on Maximum Fun Network because oh, yeah? uh, we went to college with oh, well, Jesse. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's, there yeah, you go. Nepotism. Um, yeah, Gotta the only it. other friend like that I can think of that that isn't affiliated with Max Fun that went to Santa, UC Santa Cruz does have his own organic mate tea company, if that tells you anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's that's, perfect. You're yeah, like, oh, you became an organic farmer? Of course you did. Well, it was like after I was in college, like my mom would, you know, how sometimes parents just like to comment on all the things um and just she's like you dress terribly now and i thought i was i'm like but i'm like i'm out saving the world mom we got to get it back from the man especially like at hippie school we were like burn it all down yeah that's that's yeah. what we left into so and she was like i still the tivas i'm just not feeling the t- the tivas. i can't not not into that i did spend i was in new york for four to about four and a half, almost five years. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that because that's fact, when you were kind of doing. You said that you come from. I was doing stand up yeah. and doing like improv and stuff like that. And it, interesting enough, and I was doing. I was actually working at Marvel for a period of time. I was one of their on camera hosts for like I hosted the Black Panther red carpet premiere. Oh, nice. Got to meet like yeah, I got to meet the entire cast, interview the entire cast, and because you're Marvel, like that, your first stop on. The, the the purple carpet as it was and so like just getting to meet all of these like legends and it was just like such this like it was like the cookout on hydraulics <laughs> like because like everyone like they look at me and then they're just were like I just was like a family reunion it felt like we all knew each uh... other and like like when I asked Angela Bassett a question and she was like what <laughs> she's like what'd you say baby and she's like went full oh, auntie on me and I was I like I said the drums she's like oh yeah baby the drums oh, and the set Ooh, they were go-. and I was just that it was is just so real. It was me. just a, that is it was, heaven it was to me. Amazing. Oh. And I will say at this moment with like so you know Chadwick Boseman when he when he like he was so present mm. when he was there and looking back I think of that moment as something to, he like really like looked into like my eyes like you know when there's somebody who like really sees you and really looks at yeah. you and he did that and there was like this like knowing look of just appreciation that I was there and he was there like he looked appreciative to see me yeah. um and I, I now look back like he was just really taking it all in because mm. he had had his diagnosis yeah. at this point point. Yeah. and 
I just really think like about that moment a lot yeah. of just really sort of, you know, you know, take, take it all in. Um, but I left New York. I was done with New York December 2019. I was like, I'm done. Like I'm a California boy, West Coast. Y'all too mean. Uh-huh. I can't do this. I'm, I'm tired of it's just. Di- it's being, different. It feels different. It really does. I'm tired of being on the street and just crying. And <laughs> I was no I, I could ask. never live there. because I was always too tired to cry. Like, I was just too tired from, like, all of the walking and the subways and the heat. Oh, 100%. I was like, I feel like awful, from- but I don't have the energy to be emotional about it right now. You don't have, yeah. And I, a friend of mine, when I was making this, I was on my way to L.A., actually. And then I, <laughs> I uh, Pachuco. <laughs> I thought it was uh, named Pachuli, which I really, I absolutely embrace. Pachuli. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Wait, what's the prosciutto Prosci- happened? Prosci- Prosci- <laughs> oh, wait, prosciutto? Like the ham? Prosciutto. Like the thin, <laughs> yes. lacy ham? Great. Yes. Uh, pros- prosciutto happened. <laughs> And I was on my way to LA, and then uh, so February, no December two thousand nineteen. Yeah, was like, you got okay, out, and then I was like, guess what? Well, I booked. Well, even closer, I booked my ticket in December. I was like February 29th. It's Oof. a le- leap year. Leap. Uh-huh. I'm gonna leap <laughs> to my future. Good for you. And I literally the next I like out of that Raven moment or something about the future because literally. The next day, de Blasio was like, New York is shut down. <laughs> it's here. Like, yeah. everyone go home. I just imagine me getting on a plane and just New York just, like, in flames behind me. And me just being like, It's a leap, yeah. It's a leap, yeah. I'm leaping to my future. Goodbye. I landed and went to, like, a family reunion. Like, we, like, were like, Yeah, we were still going strong until almost the middle of March. There was, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Good yeah, for you, man. man. I mean, listen, I say I, that as like my all my friends in New York. I was just like, oh, I want I want to give you a yard. I want to give you something <sighs> like, oh, God. I, I had never been so grateful to have like not fully have like made it. I had so I had friends who were on Broadway and used to be so just like it's like oh, I wish that was me and like they were not working yeah. and they couldn't go to their restaurant jobs and yeah. I was blessed enough to like fall back on this like I kept this you know tech job that I was you know had um and I had something to like fall back onto so. Uh, what was your high school like? Did you feel like, oh my God, what am I doing here? I need to be somewhere else. Were you being fed mm. from your trips to San Francisco in a way that kind of made you feel a sense of what your future would look like? Like, what was that experience like? I definitely knew I needed to get out like the movie. Um, it's weird because it's, 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 it's two things. One, I was class president through three out of four of the years in high school. Couldn't I was like, surprised. let me get some power. <laughs> it was mainly out of survival because like, I just like, I, I, you know, I just, there was like, it helped me to not get picked on or bullied because I was class president yeah. and was very good at like my job. Um, and like, I even tried being on the football team and like, I was not good at like, my uniform was clean. I'm like, we won. And <laughs> so I didn't stick around for long. So I, uh, and then too, I was like, oh shit, I got to get into like these, like, I, uh, you know, honors and AP classes because it just is, was too, we went to school in an air force base. Oh, Travis. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Just okay. Was, All right. 
I'm getting it got, the gets really now. rowdy. It gets rowdy if you're not in the like, you know, on our AP classes. So I was class president. I um I we had a lot of power when I was in high like our student government had like more power than we should have Whoa. had. Like we ruled the school. We went like we could oh, we have to go do this thing to get out of class. We're like, go for it, student government. You do whatever not you need bad. to do. We were in control of budgets. And sometimes if we didn't like like you, we're like, sorry, French club, you're not getting <laughs> Because you dated so and so, and we don't like that that happened tonight. Um, I was a, I was, I, I watched, I watched this that show, that movie Election, mm-hmm. and I, it hits too oh close God, to I home love for me. That movie, or like, I, I mean, we don't like to invoke their name, but House of Cards, like I, that was my life in high school, and so that's why I can't do politics because oh, I don't no. do well with power. I once had an alliance. We were called the Fearsome Foursome. Great. We... Or maybe not. If I mean, you could tell me you were murdering people. I don't know. <laughs> well, just wait. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know if I should tell this story online. You get me going. You're just like Oprah, uh, uh, and I just become an open mm-hmm. book. Just you and oh, me. No. It's just you and me. <laughs> my name wasn't said on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually not going to tell this story, actually. Okay. I respect that. We did that. some things. Okay. And I, I, we did some things with the power that we have. I'm not going to tell the story. I'll tell you offline. Please. I just realized that. <sighs> I don't want someone from high school to hear what we did. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Look at my silent power. Like, I'm not helping so in either good. direction. And you already flipped you really on yourself. Are. I'm literally just like sitting here. I'm just thinking about who might listen to me here. Okay. Well, I may or may not have. I That's how I'll do yeah. it. I, <laughs> A person in my position could have hypothetically because my alliance was like turning against me and so i was like fine so i started a new alliance mm-hmm. two of those alliance members were nominated for prom queen and so with my new alliance i walked up to the ballot box and we just stuffed the ballot box so the nerdy drama girl would win instead maybe i don't I mean, know i heard someone if that's did that, election heard... fraud at least i mean it sounds like it was um headed in the right direction. Stop the also count. <laughs> it was not the united states presidency so i feel it, like it i'm not i mean if that even happened if that even, if that even happened, happened even if that ha- i am not that i mean or if that you're person making it sound like you were playing anymore. survivor like you were on survivor i mean the fact yeah like you're in a place where you are identifying alliances. That was not my experience in high school. Like, I didn't have... You didn't have alliances? alliances. <laughs> oh, I also made it so those folks could not speak at graduation, oh which God. they should have been able to. <laughs> I had oh. all the power. I was like, you don't get to speak. Yeah. Anyways, I... Not proud. That it's probably like honest, like one of the most terrible things that I've ever done. Well, what, like, that what was went wrong? What was going was... on? Like, did like was there... I mean, you don't... Again, you don't have to like... Oh, it's... It's it's so petty and it was just sort of like ego because like every like graduating years, gradu- I was class of 03 and every we, it was like a, it was 03 like there was a legacy that was, was passed on to me from my cousin who was class president <laughs> and I was like, great, I'm now going to be I had a, had a protege, my mini me. Oh and he was God, messing up. This he was messing election. up. She didn't even have a protege, but <laughs> he, she should have. She, she should have. That should have. Should have. He was oh. messing up and we're like, oh, we have to get rid of them. And we would kick people out of student government all the time if we didn't like them being in their position. We're like, oh, you were kissing on campus. And, you know, it's against our school rules. Oh, You're out of office. No. Like I handpicked people to be in specific like positions. What it's, a puppeteer. 
and I, I swear everybody, everyone's like, this person is a terrible person. Um, it was surviving. I was me to survive. And it was my ego got in the way of it because they were like, oh, we have to kick him out. Like he was he was really doing a terrible job. Like he really was. Right. The other people who were kissing in the yearbook photos, it, they should maybe not have been uh-huh. kicked, kicked out. But he was really dropping the ball. But my ego at the last minute was like, no, he has to keep my leg, my high school legacy. <laughs> like, who, like. What was I? Th- I mean, when you're like 17, 18, how silly that is. That's my, it was my world. Yeah, yeah. Legacy. Yeah. No one remembered a year and a half later. <laughs> no one, no. So he did all the shenanigans oh, uh, for, for what reason? So They didn't yeah. like name the football stadium after your clean uniform. <laughs> the clean, the, the Arthur the, clean the, uniform <laughs> memorial. Or yeah, the fear like the fearsome force and didn't get a statue mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yet. Yet, well, you know. Anyways, now that gosh, this is what happens in the show. You like confess your <laughs> deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets. <laughs> I haven't so had this much you. fun since Travis McElroy talked about what a dickhead he was in high school. <laughs> Oh my god! I swear I did a lot of good though. Like I led my class to victory. The just the end justified the means. I don't. I don't do politics anymore, everybody. I don't. The do end justified the means as the handcuffs are being clicked onto your wrists. It's so bad. See in ten to twenty. That's why I went into entertainment. Oh this my is why I went into entertainment instead. Oh. Okay, so use my powers for Did good. you were you dating? Like, did you was was that drama also injected into all the other political? <laughs> actually, drama? it was actually they were actually very tightly close together. So maybe that's what it is. Um, yeah, you should at office romances because I well, first of all, in my school, um, not that you weren't a lot. There was like I think don't ask, don't tell was very much infiltrating our our school. Yeah. In a way, oh where sure, it's like, Travis, we absolutely, a, like literally, yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Not like the high school version. It was like actual military, don't ask, don't tell policy. Copy that. Uh, Copy that. Like no, like I'm no hyperbole. Like literally, don't. And so, like there we there would be no gay people at my school, but my stepsister who went to a different school, they had a GSA. She's like, I have so many gay friends, and I'm like, I don't know any gay people. Mm. And I mean, quote unquote, like myself, like yeah. no idea. Um, but it's interesting because like all these people now, like our valedictorian was gay, other people in student government, like I, in once I you know was an adult would go to the Castro and run into all these people, and I'm like, man, we could have had such a more interesting high school experience if we could have just been our own selves. Yeah. So instead, just ruining the lives of of, of women. <laughs> I'm sorry to. If I gave you a complex or anything, it was not you at all. In fact, one of the folks who was in the fearsome foursome, we were dating off and she had a boyfriend. She now married him. And I'm glad that I did not mess that up because we had had a thing and then I made it so she couldn't be prom queen. (laughs) Oh, no. I have told her. her. Okay. It was her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, I would I would date. It would be I. Dating for me was much better better in elementary school when it was just more simple, mm-hmm. hand holding. I had so many girlfriends. I I loved it. Um, it's just in high schools where it got interesting, and <laughs> I just it, I buried myself in my work. Similar to now, yeah. I have no time for dating. I'm just I'm married to the job. Mm-hmm, married mm-hmm, to the job. Mm-hmm. College is was where it really got cooking. That was where I flourished because I went to hippie school. Yeah, and I was on. 
I went to UC Santa Cruz. It was on, got placed onto the men's hall, which like we normally have co-ed housing, yeah. but if one person requests a men's hall, then you have to have one. Oh, uh, I don't think it was me, but my dad filled out my like housing application, which they say like parents don't fill this out. Make sure it's the kid yeah. who fills this out. And I think my dad filled it out and he was like, my dad's very conservative man. Oh, okay. And I, uh, Got I was on the men's hall, which uh, how that worked out, Dan. Uh, I don't know if that Little worked out. Did the way know. You... No Little trouble happening today. Not in this. Yeah, um. but I got like I went to a we had a dance called the Safer Sexcapades, and it was just a very sexy dance. Uh-huh. And they were like throwing out condoms in the middle of their dance numbers. And there was one of the guys. I was like, wow, he's like really cute. I'm gonna go talk to him. I never really publicly done anything like this before and they're with they're with my men hall (laughs) buddies him and i hit it off and and then i i was so celebrate i was like oh i think i'm bi and everyone's like that's amazing that's great like do you try everything and then i ended up directing we did this dance show at the end of the year the hugest show at uc santa cruz every year is called the queer fashion show and i directed the closing number based on taming of the shrew called taming of the gay (laughs) and it was a dance piece featuring uh, music from prodigy we danced to toxic all kinds you know tell us telling a story (laughs) telling a story but i had this like for myself my coming out was this like celebratory like yay sort of experience so i loved college i cried so hard when it was over so much in fact i stayed for a graduate school year is like this is too great i can't leave day i loved it so much that's where i really flourished where did you what did you get your degree in the theater oh the theater okay so yeah you were like done with the you the 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 politics was just not you did that you had like you basically had a full adult career Before you even went to college, you were like, "Mm -hmm. check that off that list. And now I can let that go. Time to retire and just do my art. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Just retire, do my art. I mean, I still did. I find myself, I was in a leadership role in the community. I was like an RA for two years. I still find myself in like leadership type stuff. But hopefully nothing that involves like politicking. (laughs) I don't, I I don't, I I think I would be better now. I think I would do better now. I don't know. <laughs> Keep me away. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, you can just be yeah. the Iago advisor who's like, oh, no, I'm not in politics. But, honey, let me tell you something. If you think you can let that person get away with it. Oh, it's up to you. Oh, it's, oh, up to mean, you. it's up to you. No, it's up to you. Whatever it is that you but... want. Whatever it is that you want. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is that you want. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that's the, that's the gift and get ready to go. Oh god! Um, and but here it is where it's you know I will say it took me some time for like the coming out with like my family I was directing a show. I was like I you know it was it was this feeling like of being Clark Kent and Superman because Superman is who he really is. We're gonna get nerdy. On I'm with so y'all ready because right I already in my mind was like, but Clark is wonderful too. He's so adorable. <laughs> it's not like he's a gross alter ego where you're like, ugh, oh, what a snore. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh everyone loves Clark. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yes, and so I was, you know, both of myself were very loved. There you I go. But like so, but Superman is who he really is, and so when I went to college, like I, you know, felt like Superman, and if I went back home, I felt like you know not my full like authentic self. Yeah. And I was directing a show called Corpus Christi by Terrence McNally, mm. and it's about like the retelling of Jesus and his homeboys. Yeah. 
as like a queer group of folks. And so I did it with like, we were playing with, you know, you know, gender and just doing, I, you know, women cast in it. It just, we're just a queer band of folks spreading a message of love and it impacted everyone. Like we're still so close. We did this, that was back in 2008 and we, like a college show and like, we're still so incredibly close, like as a cast. Um, And, and like this show, like was such an impact that like, we because in Santa Cruz we did protests like all the time like all the time it was like <laughs> what are we protesting today it doesn't matter let's go two four six eight <laughs> we not appreciate the faculty <laughs> yeah and like sometimes like like teachers would be mad they're like oh why are you not out at the protest right oh now like what is yeah. why are you here um and so we I did a silent protest for the day of silence we as a cast were like we're gonna do a silent protest today let's all observe it um because you know at Santa Cruz we're not just doing the show we're like the show's doing us and so we gotta do like you know all this work and create a community we literally yeah. were this merry band of disciples oh, spreading a message of love love like uh-huh. people would come to our parties and they're just like we were just so in love with each other we're just like yeah, yeah. libations I would have um, loved that I would have loved that I would have totally it would have been right at home yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. I probably shouldn't have <laughs> used a, a jumps down. Maybe the story you were telling was just close enough to actual Jonestown, but in a positive way that oh, I shouldn't God. have used that. Which I don't want to sidebar oh, myself, but you know I'm like obsessed with cult documentaries because oh. I am susceptible to cults. Oh. And so I watch all of them because oh I need to know the warning signs. I'll tell you, I've had two near misses from cults. You have? Like two, oh, where Wait, I was. was Scientology oh, James, one of them? No, but a splinter of it called Access Consciousness was, which separated when when Elrod Hubbard. You're like, I thought it was on Access Hollywood. It was totally, you can understand the mistake. Uh, I had a good four hours where I was like, wait a minute, what is it? Where am I? Because I was, I was there. And then I Googled, it was like, Access Consciousness is a spinoff from uh, Scientology. Because yeah. when Elrod Hubbard died, they were fighting for power. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh. And, yeah. oh, I didn't know that. I didn't one, know there was like a splinter group. That I did not oh, know. Oh, that's because David Miscavige and Shelley Miscavige were fighting for power. And then this guy and his wife were fighting for power. Okay. And they started their own. Um, and then the other one was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Nixium. Oh, sure. Please. Uh, <laughs> I, like you, am fascinated by cult mentality and fascinated. By, I've read all, I've listened to all the podcasts, I think. I feel like I've watched all the documentaries. I just uh, finally got around to watching the Source Family documentary. Oh, oh, you should uh, watch let me write this it. Down. It is let me write this down. So, and I'm very excited because I live in an area of LA where I feel I have access to a lot of old cult houses. <laughs> like I'm just oh, not that yes. far from a lot yeah. of different places where some weird shit was happening. Uh, so it puts it in like a weird context where you're sort of like, oh my god, I could totally imagine this in the 70s. Um, yeah, Nexium, I totally get it. I mean. Uh, but again, and especially like in LA too, is is just like I and actors are susceptible, especially because it, it, on the base level of most cults, on the it's base really level, it's practical. It's based on like yeah. a lot of times, it's based on like Buddhism and all kinds yes. of other principles that are beautiful. Getting and- rid of your limiting beliefs, like knowing yourself, your mantra, and to others, 100%. and like the industry is so hard, yeah. and you're getting beaten up. You're maybe away from family and 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 your close knit people, and you're out here pursuing your dreams, and you just need that thing to help fill you, and yeah. then you get sucked into this thing. Yeah. Uh, I had I was getting recruited <laughs> uh, through Nixium through a friend of mine when I realized she was in the 
Nixium documentary. I'm like, oh my god, mm. I haven't talked to Felicia in a long, a long time. Her name is not uh-huh. Felicia. Um, <laughs> I uh, uh, and then I looked at our chat messages and on Facebook twice she w- was trying to get me to oh. uh, come on out and I would have because she was like oh it's self help I think you would and had me at self help I, I know I know I wonder if, did she leave do you know she's like still oh yeah she left she left. left but she was in pictures around uh-huh. like India and like all of sure, like she was sure, in, sure, she sure. was in their near sure. near miss yeah. um, to put a pin on my coming out though like I we did that. <laughs> our non-cult your non-cult um, love fest of our, adorableness which i truly it. would have loved <laughs> i have had a colleague say that i could be a cult leader um but i will not to lead anyone that was what that. i was gonna say when you said that you're susceptible i was like to being a cult leader like not joining one right you must be <laughs> susceptible I mean, I to starting a cult <laughs> I mean, I definitely would work my way up through the ranks. I mean, come on. We know, we know how this goes. Move there over, is David not going to be that much room on that spaceship. <laughs> Terrible. Um, but we then watched after our silent protest march and people would join because they're like a silent protest. We don't know what this is, but this is different. And like, so I've been for the day of silence and I hadn't heard my own voice that entire day until we watched this documentary for the Bible tells me so. And there was a, t- a, a statistic that uh, gay people are seven times more likely to commit suicide. And I just lost mm-hmm. it. And the first time I heard my voice that day was me crying. And I was like, but I'm still alive. I thought it was going to be just live a double life my entire mm-hmm. life. And I just was like, no, I have to, I have to speak my truth. And so I called my mom and she was like, I love you. And my dad was like, it was like a bad cell phone commercial. I'm like, dad, I really want us, you know, to get closer. And the only way you could do that is if you know who I am. And I'm like, oh, I'm gay. And he's like, oh, son, you know, always got to, you know, grow in our relationship. And I'm like, oh, that was too easy. No. I'm like, dad, did you hear what I said? No. He's like, yes. What did he hear you? What did he think you said? He was like, I think I heard everything you said. I was like, oh, I said I'm gay. And he's like, Oh, I definitely didn't do that. And oh my god! He's like, well, he's like, well, you know what the Bible says, and so what well, we've been on a ten-year journey, and my dad and I are very, very close. Nice. Um, and it, you know, um, you got to meet people where they are, but don't leave them there. I, um, I love that. It's so true. I really hope that Disney doesn't turn that into a song because I don't ever want to let that go. <laughs> That's such a great saying. <laughs> meet people where they are, but don't leave them there. You're like, oh, it's gone. Great, great, great and gone. Uh, <sighs> no, that's great. Well, I mean, that's that's so important yeah. here, and and I, we can't we can't share those stories enough, as far as I'm concerned, because that is really you yeah. know that's it's like the chances of those steps forward happening are mo at least most likely to happen you know inside of a family that loves each other, like if whenever possible, yeah. and it's not always possible, and I get that too, but you know to be able to work through that together and uh that's lovely i'm so glad to hear that yeah thank you i mean i don't think it's okay the bible does say it's wrong so this is, this is a weird time for me to tell you, I mean, you know, i'm gonna try to convert you thank you um are you open to that your or? Cult? because i'm susceptible <laughs> but how soon till i'm the head of it so just know i'm gunning I for mean, you yeah. um <laughs> But I will say, like, you know, one of the facts that has always stuck with me and just how much more work there is to do is that, you know, 40 percent of LGBT homeless 
no, 40% of homeless youth are LGBT. And that's such a huge, even if, like, you know, generation, it's staggering. Even if Generation Z is like, Gen Z is like, oh, one in six are like LGBT, which means the gay agenda is working. Let's go. Um, It's still not 40%. So it's overly represented. So just like, yeah. Just to be, you know, a bummer on your show. Oh, thank God. We were I've, I was starting Talking to feel like cults. we're laughing too much. <laughs> Ugh, what a relief. Thank you. Stop while I was laughing. No, it's good because I can segue into this MASH game, which will get light and silly again. Oh, um, But great. I agree. And also it's Pride Month, although, I'm, you know what? I'm sure I'll just drop this episode I, during Pride. Like, why not? We just had a conversation. I was going to mention. In my mind, I went to my podcast remote. I almost mentioned, well, because you know it's Pride, and I was like, I don't know when this is yeah, coming no, out. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I want. <laughs> I absolutely should drop it during Pride. That's a no brainer. It wasn't even something I had thought about or not thought about, but like, of course, bring out the gay. Let's, yeah, <laughs> bring out. Let's uh, the Julian, can you get me in touch with you know who? Because I feel like I'm gonna trap somebody, and then I can get, get back to what I really care about. <laughs> <laughs> Seize me a gay. <laughs> Seize me again. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yes. oh god. Uh, also, in speaking of, I've been looking for, you know, like we I, I say a lot of yes, queen, yes, but I'm looking for non-gendered royalty affirmations. So I've been going with yes, your highness. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like yeah, it. So, yeah, and there are yeah, some variations on that. You could do your eminence. You could oh, do I, ooh, I love your I eminence. Ah. I, I love that one. It's hard for me to say, so that's why I stick away. I'm always afraid I'm going to mess it They're up. They're going to be like, your M&M. What is that? I mean, Slim Shady? Like, what are we talking You're, about here? Uh, not him. Uh-uh. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm just putting a plug looking for non-gendered royalty affirmations. Oh, oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. (laughs) In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Schreier. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! You know how to play mash right or do you oh okay, yes good. i do yes um, oh, okay so you it. don't have to do anything except give me some off the cuff answers um but the first one i would like to do is uh we're gonna give you a category you just give me three examples of this let's do three let's do three plays from any era whatever you want but three plays that you kind of get to do the same thing that you did well obviously McNally's play is like already sort of suited for that and made for that but like what about three plays that are not that you could have a field day with like just twisting around and playing with and turning into something mm. totally new Hmm. yeah well definitely Hamlet because let's 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 judge that up yeah and it needs it needs some work oh my um, god has let's... anyone ever done Hamilton <laughs> Oh, see, we're already thinking. We're already thinking. 
Um, I think I, you know, the holiday season's coming up. <laughs> so, um, a Christmas Carol. That, uh <laughs> We'll definitely do that. Um, and then let's see. I need like a one woman show about my life. Um, gosh, it's, it's so a long time since I've like done theater or thought thought about theater. Oh, please. If you ask me um, to name three plays right now, I'd be like, oh, can I get back to you? Ooh, uh, uh, um, I want to do, I haven't named a musical. So let's go West Side Story, right. which is just Romeo and Juliet. Yes. yes. But gay. Isn't that's, gay? I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think that's I think like a natural a next incarnation of the way that story <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that is a one. That's a oh, great yeah. new and reinvigoration of that theme. Because the movie was pretty much sometimes like, well, there's this thing that like gay writers who couldn't write their own stories would code their characters yes. as gay. So like, Sex and the City is actually just four gay men talking, uh-huh. right? Or even like, or the Golden Girls. It's just it's like gay people love these shows oh, yeah. because it's like they're like, oh, that's us. Yeah, we're just you know masked as women. Yeah. So yeah, West Side Story was the same thing. All right. of those high kicks. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Tony. You're not fooling anybody. Tony and Ma- Mario. It was Tony and Mario. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of looks. A lot of... Yeah, I see it. Um, yeah, shimmies. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Uh, next category, let's do three places in the world that we can we can just sort of teleport you to that you can have a second home. So it's not necessarily a vacation home. It could be a very busy, oh, like, urban second I got home. It. But uh, three. Okay, Amsterdam, Barcelona. I've already been thinking about these. Great. And then somewhere, I almost said Ibiza, but I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to live there in Ibiza. <laughs> you might get like, <laughs> oh, I'm so tired now. But that could be fun. Um, let's just do the Canary Islands. I've never been, great. but I hope it's great because I'm coming there. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Um, okay. Next one. You got to give it up to the mash gods and exactly. goddesses. No Maybe. guarantees. You don't know. Uh, like that's my pet peeve. Maybe. Um, okay. Next one. <laughs> let's do. You are a mashly tradition. Hold on. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. Next one. Three foods that in this world have uh, zero ramifications even if they have them in our own reality so it could be like all the marshmallows you could ever eat it could be like steak okay great cake it's always a good sign when I can't even great I put cake with the exclamation Uh, mark cake donuts And ice cream. Great. I have a hungry gay approaching summer season. Okay. So yeah. these are all things I cannot eat right now. Yeah. <laughs> I went to uh I went to uh Aaron McKenna on in Larchmont because I have not I've not consumed gluten for almost twenty years. And uh the <clears throat> the Aaron McKenna was there and I've never met her before and I've been going like w- like 16 or 17 years ago when nothing was of it like nothing was good um when i would go to new york i would go to baby cakes which is just a tiny hole in the wall on the lower east side and i fangirled out on her like i was meeting madonna i was like and she had her mask on i have my mask on i was like kind of staring at her like leaning in and then finally i was like are you are you aaron (laughs) and she was like yeah Okay, and I was like, and I, I really had a moment. I was like, you don't understand. I would go to baby cakes. Like, I mean, I feel like it was almost twenty years ago. It was like seventeen years ago. And she's like, yeah, it in New York. Oh my God, you were like one of my first 
people like no one before I knew like before she opened in LA and I really I just like I gushed at her as if she were like Oprah or you know I mean I really was like I just want to thank you so much because it's been so great to see your success but like you back in the day when like there wasn't anything good that you could have that was a treat that was she was like and she was very gracious and adorable but I went on a little too long Wow, I definitely have been there in that moment. But how you made her day. Like, I did. I make, you know what? I did make her day. How oft, how 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 rare <laughs> for you someone know, to be you're that her- much of a <laughs> that much of just like she deserves it. Fans. We all deserve our we deserve we all deserve our flowers. Yeah. We all deserve there our you trophies. Go. Thank you. So yes. we, I made yes. her day. I made her day. I made her day. I yeah. made her day. Um, okay, let's do romance. Any person, any time, any real imagined comic book character, real person, doesn't matter. Oh. Uh, anyone. Let's see. Um. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Like, you haven't thought about this. <laughs> yeah. Um. For some reason, I'm going to go with this. We'll say, oh, uh, Wilson Cruz, okay. who he was uh, in My So-Called Life. Um, he's now on Star Trek Discovery. Great. Um, I think he'd have a good personality. I just stopped. Like, my, right now, it's been a long <laughs> Ponderosa. So my mind just, like, thinking about body. Uh-huh. But I might get married to one of right, these people. Right. And so it's like, you know, conversation. Yeah. I got to... No, but fine. again, if um, you know that you just want a person for that, okay. like I'm not going to press it on you say, that you get married to them. Great, great, great. I uh, so then we'll say Trevor Noah. Great. He will go gay for me. I know this because it's in the match. You know how match works. Uh, that's a little if bit it's... of a twin boyfriend situation. <laughs> you know this. You know this phenomenon. That's a little bit of like you're both absolutely gorgeous and like stop it. Stopping twin we boyfriends. Can it it's too laugh. Much. We can make it. It'll be. So, oh my gosh! We'll talk about politics Ugh, together. It'll be lovely. I love it. Um, I love it. And then, ugh, it's only because I saw his arms recently. <laughs> and, I love whoever this is going to be. <laughs> you see the photo of Chris Hemsworth's oh. arms recently? I don't need to. Out of I don't control. need to. I just know they're just they live in my brain at all times, so I totally know. Uh, yeah. It's such a toss up. Here's where I'm thinking. Okay. And Talk maybe you me. can help Talk me. Talk to me. I as will my, help you. As my fairy mash mother. Yes, I am your fairy mash mother. <laughs> Cannot believe that has never been said aloud before. It is everything to me right now. Because I only get one more spot. Oh, I don't want to ruin it. Mother. So and thinking either Chris Hemsworth, The Rock, because he is on my vision Adorable. wall. And it seems appropriate. I uh, Chris Hemsworth, The Rock. Or Captain America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can go with okay. either version. I'm keeping it vague because there's two different Captain Americas. Mm-hmm. There's like, and I'm keeping it vague because I'm thinking I get them both. Oh, I see. So it's a, it's a, <laughs> like you're hoarding. I see. Okay. Here's my thinking. Regardless of whether we have two Captain Americas, there is always something that is plaguing his soul. That's like, mm. ugh, the weight of the world, etc. So oh, I no. probably would push him off because sometimes you're like, I just want to sit on the couch with you. And you'd be like, oh, I get it. You're Captain America, blah, blah, blah. Go save the world. So I would probably let go of Captain America. Uh, I love The Rock and Chris Hemsworth. That is a very, very tough decision. It's very Gosh. tough decision. They're both hilarious. They both seem so sweet and down to earth. 
they you I'm know, gonna go with I'm gonna go with The Rock because yeah. he works out very intensely and I think we'd be a really great workout buddies great. Great. Um, he has a sense of humor about himself he has, he's totally he does. Like, yeah he, I think it's great yeah yeah I am sad for myself for not I don't usually lust after straight guys but it's my mash and I can do what it's I your, want this Wilson is the imaginary is gay. world Wilson yeah Cruz you don't have gay. to that's why this is look you know it's fine okay all it's right. fine this is the hardest thing I had to do all day <laughs> it's very difficult and I know that three movies that you can jump into and just be in in that world uh, clueless right <laughs> so uh clueless um i will say i uh, uh, gosh all of the avengers movies um avengers we'll just say avengers um and then this is weird scream (laughs) you know what you're not someone actually said that recently someone else said scream recently i can't remember who it was but i approved of it then and i approve of it now it's a romp yeah oh gosh i could I like it because it's 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 it is cause it's very much like a Scooby Doo mystery. It's like who's behind Absolutely. that mask? Like it is a it's, fun little adventure. It's so good, and like it, it really is the it's the perfect recipe of like a thing that's kind that's both satirizing something, but also celebrating that thing, and also genuinely scary. And that's ve- those are very hard notes to hit successfully hard, yeah. across the board. Agreed. Um, Knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it's great. And the murder is clumsy as all anything. So it's like you have a chance to get away. And they call right. you, ask you questions about your favorite movies. It's kind of like There's they do a little so podcast. There's so much clunkiness about what you chose to wear as a like a disguise. You have like, you're tripping on like your judge's robe and like your mask is too like long. You're like bonking into things. It's very, very bad. Very really bad. bad. And the peripheral vision you must have, have been so you terrible. Zero. Oh God. <laughs> Worse. I've never thought about ever. that before until now. They but should have been like in a tracksuit with like <laughs> goggles or something, you know, like with sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. OK. All right. <laughs> then that's something mm. to be scared about. A murderer in a tracksuit yeah. with like goggles. He that you came can't see, to they play. Can see you. You are in. You're fucked. You're yeah, done. It's over. You're done. The chase. The it's movie is actually 28 over. minutes because right. everyone is just getting got. Yeah, and everybody just has to give it up. I'm like, well, you saw what he was wearing. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, he did not come here to make friends. He did not come here to play. <laughs> oh my god, that really makes me want to say this. Three reality shows from any era, whether they're on anymore or not, and it doesn't mean that you have to compete on them. It could just be like, like I wouldn't want to compete on. Um, on uh oh my god why am i blanking on fucking tim gunn and heidi project runway like oh, early project, project runway, runway yeah. i wouldn't want to compete on it but i would just like <gasps> to be there and hang with tim and heidi in the old days you know okay well first one is america's next top model right. because i had a dream once that i was on the first male version <gasps> of america's next top model and then i ran into tyra banks in the elevator we had just shot the first episode and she goes it's just, it's not working. It's just not working. Because there's the first time I had males on. This is like 10 years before they even had yeah, males on the yeah. show. Um, but I had a dream about it because we used to watch marathons in college. Like rel- if there was a marathon on, yeah. there goes your weekend. Yeah. That's all we did. So definitely that. First of all, I will say smize. that is a cult that you would take over. Like you would replace Tyra. Oh, it yeah. would be like, oh, Tyra, oh. sorry, you got voted out. Everyone's like, what is that? Can we do that? She's like, I don't think you can do that. And then they're like, no, we checked the rules. It actually, there's doesn't say that you can't be the one voted out. And everyone would be like, actually, we're okay with it. Um, Yeah. I'm the producer. It doesn't matter. I used to love that Um, show so much. One of my favorite things that's ever been said on reality television of all time was said on that show. One season, perhaps you remember, 
There was this girl, I can almost remember her name, but she was like, she became fixated in a series of the, uh, of like whatever the, the, you know, the theme was of the photos at the time that her, she, her nose was like too piggish. And she was like, oh, and she no. said the words, I was in denial about my snout. <laughs> and I lost my mind i had to watch no. it like eight times i was like i need to hear uh. that again because she was so earnest and just the uh. idea of being a girl and being like i was in denial about my snout <laughs> i now know who i am oh god uh, like my there was a girl who went home the first week and she was supposed to do like anti-fur <laughs> <laughs> and they were like she's supposed to like that was the theme was like they're all like you know rebellious themes and she's supposed to do like anti-fur and they're like give me that fur like she just didn't get it uh-huh. she was very like thick and then she they were like give us fur and she just was like anti-fur and she just was like standing there with a paintbrush <laughs> and not really doing anything and they're, they're just like they're like uh we don't think you got it and they're like how do you think they're like what when they went at the judges panel they're like what did you really think was like happening she's like well, I was trying to give it like I hate fur. Like I just I don't like the fur. But she was standing there just like dead face, just like with the paintbrush. And then they're like, "Well, how do you think that like you know, like how do you think like like fur coats get made?" She's like, "Well, I don't know." She's like, "You know, like animals, they like you know die of natural causes in the jungle, right?" And then people go out and skin them. <laughs> she just thought people were skinning dead animals oh, in the jungle. Oh, honey, uh, you needed to go. Was, you needed yeah, to go. Yeah. To go educate yourself she, wait, about fur. First week. Yeah. First week That's gone. Rough. That's rough. Anti-fur. Okay. Um, America's Next Top okay, Model. Love it. Okay, other shows done. I, and then The Real World. Great. I aged out of it so quickly. 18 to 24 goes by <laughs> really fast. You have a six-year time, like, time gap to yeah. get in there. It's uh, And then you age out. Yeah. 25, you're too old to be on yeah, the show. Yeah, that sucks. Wild. God, and I remember when I thought they were like grown up. So like, old. oh, these are oh my God. old people. Oh my god. Yes. That makes yes. me feel so like, old now to I think can't... about like how old everyone yeah. seemed when they when I were they were only eighteen but to twenty four. They're fifty now. Is I watched I'm watching the reunion because Paramount Plus has programming for me. I know, I need to see the reunion. These, like, I haven't seen it. It's so good. I read it's about so it. I read about York- it like I read like eight articles about it. Like as if it's I couldn't so get my good. hands on it. I was like, I gotta re- at least read about it. <laughs> Janet, you can get, you can see, it. you can, you can see just it. get. You can in see fact, it. there's just six episodes. You could do a free week trial and just yeah. you know one episode a day. I will, and I need uh, to. I forgot about <laughs> it though. Just, so now I need to. I now I need to do it. Real world. Like you can't get your hands yeah. on it. It's right there. <laughs> uh, okay, so the uh, real world, right. and then I feel like this is cheating if I were to say road rules because they're sister cousins. Well, I want to go something different. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't have I They are a different vibe wife. though They are a different vibe But they It's up are. to you It's up to you I almost Yeah I almost said wife swap But I'm not mm-hmm. married so. <laughs> But otherwise I don't know if that works I think either I guess uh, Let's go amazing race Yeah great That gives my action-y Sort of feeling Yes 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 Okay great Alright next category Let's do three skills That you can wake up with tomorrow And you've sort of just Suddenly a master at Oh, I am like the most fantastic singer in the world. Great. Like that just like I can do that. Um What if you're like now with the three skills I don't have now? <laughs> it's just your way of <laughs> your way of announcing to everyone how fabulous you are. But anyway, on to the topic. Um. What don't I what don't what don't I do? Um let's see. Um oh um 
champion skydiver and I could do it safely Great. and amazingly. Yeah. Ever since I saw Power Rangers the movie and they jumped out of that plane, oh. it's like all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. And yet, how close do you feel to actually doing it? <laughs> I jumped out of a plane once. <laughs> you did? Yes. You have my respect forever. I just don't ever see it happening for me. I did it. And I have, a, I have a fear of heights, but I don't ever let it stop me. I will do it. I'll be terrified. Oh, that's I, did. Great. I did the Macarena. You should there. be on the Amazing Race. Yeah. CBS, you would hello. be amazing on the Amazing Race. Oh, I'd love <laughs> to see that happen. Okay. Uh, another skill. Um, a, a, a podcast host that everybody loved. Um, <laughs> a better stand up comedian. How dare you? It's already true. How dare you? Oh, put gosh. That on there? Oh gosh! I guess we'll say guitar player. Like, I can, Great. yeah. Okay, you really sound sold on that. Um. <laughs> I just, I, oh, I when they're so close, like singing and guitar, they could, yeah. you know. It's different. It's different. I guess uh, guitarist, whatever. Just, I guess I'll take something. Gosh. Like, but how about this? Like. Like instrumental savant, like I could play. Yeah, anything. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we'll Mine as well. Because then I yeah. could be like, oh, the piano, and then I'm like, oh, now the, the drums. Like that's yes, yeah, that's yes. Exciting. No, that's great. Okay, uh, and then final category. Let's do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, what do I want to do for you? What do I feel like I haven't? What do we? Is there is there a category that like I'm totally missing that I haven't covered? That's like I cannot believe you didn't ask this. Mm, we've already done like dream plays. Um, <laughs> I put a lot of pressure car, on myself for the final. Car. Yes, please. Let's go full on cliche old school. I Nash. want a Three hovercraft. <laughs> great. <laughs> great, 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 great. Um, let's see, a hovercraft, a teleporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh a teleporter car, right? <laughs> and then like um I don't know, like like a a, a slingshot. <laughs> like like it, it it's everywhere I needed to be. Like it, or it like I slingshot off. Yeah, I love it. Or, wait, I love or it. is it or is it zipline? Is it slingshot or zipline? I don't know. I do love the idea of a zipline. Just <laughs> always z- being able to zipline. Yes, it's, you get right. to enjoy it a little bit more. I feel like the slingshot. You're like I it's over land. before. I have to land. That's one of those like I went. The stakes were too high. Um, yeah, the stakes were too high. <laughs> You brought it back down to something very good and reasonable. You had to go there to get there, if that That's makes sense. That's true. Yeah, sense. absolutely. Uh, uh, okay, describe for me your ideal, like one word that describes your ideal dream to have when you're asleep. But you can only use one word. So it could be the emotion it captures or like it could be so specific, like I only want to dream about Ibiza. <laughs> 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 Which I'd be like, okay. Um, but just one word. Flight. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm-hmm. Okay, while I Wow, do you're the math really on good this, at this. I, I you know what? I had a moment, I forgot that we were doing a podcast. I felt like I was with like my not like a psychic, but like <laughs> like a math like you know, you pay to like go see a psychic, but it's like a my match person. <laughs> I have an appointment with my match <laughs> with my, my fairy Your match. Fairy mother. <laughs> And like, and then like, tell me what it was. What are oh, funny? It's like an real. actual job. It feels real. <laughs> I mean, does. I would happily do it. I would <laughs> happily do it. 
I would like, happily do it. You're like, I've got some openings on Saturday at two. Oh um, my God. I, I am I so booked. I'm not, I'm so sorry. I'm not taking any new clients right now. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. This is actually really great. This is such a good sketch. That would be so good. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> okay. Will you please tell people uh, about Minority Corner, anything mm. and everything else, where to find you, all of that good stuff? Yes. Come on down to Minority Corner. Uh, we have a new episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mattress sale. I did not see that coming. I did not Me see that coming. I'm delighted. <laughs> I have to say, the things that you bring out of your guests, I have been off the. I told you high school secrets. I'm now selling mattresses, like a <laughs> local mattress discount center. Uh, but Minority Quarter is. Going oh on. my god! We've been going on for six years. This June, um, mid June, awesome. six years. We just passed 300 episodes, and uh, it is your weekly look at everything from pop culture, news, a lot of history, things that you just didn't know, never knew. Everyone's talking about like Tulsa, and we're like, oh, we talked about that like four or five years ago like go into the back black the the black catalog because <laughs> you know i keep it black <laughs> uh but we all through an intersectional lens when we first started our show there was not a lot of intersectional conversations so it'd be just you know white women feminism or white gay stuff and we're like but we're all of these things and so we really yeah. try to be this home of diverse voices and perspectives we get nerdy and we have fun and laugh and giggle and talk about some really serious things. So it's it's all the things that you've not been getting. And if you are just a white straight male, you're so welcome. In fact, you should be listening to the show as well because we don't need allies. We need accomplices. And oh, I love it. You know, and also to like your job as an ally or an accomplice is to be the intern, which is to like listen and get the coffee and support and, you know, try to fill in. And then when we tell you, no, 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 that's a stupid idea. You just, you don't get hurt about it. You, you just step hurt. on back. And maybe it's- you find out things about yourself that are more uh, aberrant Ooh. in the in the in the eyes of like a general cultural norm. Yes, than totally. Than you even knew. Like are, maybe it yes. opens you up yeah. to you know finding more about yourself. You'll find those connections. I've had to watch my entire life stories about like straight white people. And fi- I watched 90210 and I can find my way to connect with those straight white rich people. Right? <laughs> right. And now you can come on over to our, you know, areas and we're going to give you recommendations of things to watch and you'll see yourself and also learn about yourself. So, yeah, listen to Janet. Do what Love she it. said. Love it. Can't wait to be on it. This is great. Yeah. I also have your match results. <laughs> I mean, listen, oh there's God. a couple of band-aids I'm going to have to rip off. Oh, no. Of course, you know, in my... Well, listen, it's only that you did get a shack. No. Are you kidding me? You got a shack. But listen, the in my mash world... The one thing I wanted was a nice place. In my mash the world... The shack is the hear worst. Hear me out. In my mash world, it's not really a shack. Mash, uh, mash, My mash allows okay. for it to be a, like a cabin, okay. like a pied-a-terre, <laughs> like just a little... Like it could be a little adorable studio, like a chic studio. It's just not okay. like... It's just Do not I have a internet. Mansion. There's no Wi-Fi. Oh, of course you have. Okay. No, you have internet. Okay. It's fine. My shacks are not. <laughs> oh my god! I, I have very high standards as, for my. Even shack. though I'm like 35, 36, and I love that because you've been here before and had to talk to people through this, back them off their cliff. Because like, <laughs> I feel, I know this is all made up, but I feel in good hands. all kinds of ways. I feel <sighs> like 
I just feel so sad. Like, okay, I'm in the shack. I also don't know if I just want to be in nature that long. Like, but okay. No, well. no, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Because you have to understand the shack in the context of the place that the shack is in. Because that is how, that's how oh, it kind of helps define. Okay. okay. And right. it is in Barcelona. So let me tell Ugh. you, I imagine it being like a little, you know, a little hilly, like cobblestoney mm-hmm. kind of a street mm-hmm. that's like a hidden doorway. It's like, oh, it used to be a bakery but they converted it into this like adorable you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. like you it's not it's not like oh i'm i'm out and like next to the dump but at least i'm in barcelona it's not like that uh, i feel to... like i've given you a good image to work yeah, with of, i'm like, there you know, i'm there i'm you can see i appreciate it. i'm still you know windy street yes. adorable pieta terre okay. that's what i All need right. you to imagine okay um I also need you to imagine and understand that, oh, you know what? I probably unconsciously said that it was an old bakery because you can have as much cake as you ever could want, all kinds, all types, zero ramifications. It's like nothing. Mm. It's great. It's great. I love it. Um, Nonstop cake or Cake, cake in my whenever shack. you want it. <laughs> cake in, your cake. You live in the cake shack. That's a thing, right? That's an actual. Ooh, that's what we're naming company. it. We're not um. <laughs> yeah. You can zip line everywhere you go. Oh, perfect. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah. you, yes. you can also skydive. Like I mean, okay. you're, you know, you've like the, this is a life of adventure. Yeah. Um Skydiving, zip line, Barcelona, Pieta Terre. Uh, you are, you have, uh, I love to see, I can't wait to see your production of, of Hamlet and oh, what perfect. you decide to do with it. It's, it's a one man show. It's, oh, a, it's gonna be fabulous. I'm doing all the parts. It's going to be fabulous. Again, it's going to be a lot of work. You will have to eat a lot of cake for energy and yeah. it's going to get you through. So lucky you. Gertrude's uh, going to be the hardest part. I mean, listen, she's complicated. <laughs> Okay. She really is. She's, She's like, very complicated. She married her husband's brother. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not great, and yet that kind of thing is still happening in the in America all, at all times. Yeah. Okay. So, also, whenever you want, America's Next Top Model. Okay. Yes. Am I on it or, or host or the you're judges just, panel? You're just there. You, yeah. You, it's whatever cake. capacity <laughs> in front of all the in front of all the models. Mm, this is so good. Too bad it's not going to end up on my hips. Too bad it's not going to do anything to because me. Because I played mash and I got this gift. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. How evil, but wonderful. Uh, you also can't. Now, okay. Now, let me combine these two because I do feel that these two are related. I am excited for you that you got Wilson Cruz. Oh, good. Not me just too. because he's adorable, but also because don't tell him and I won't you can also be in the Avengers movie whenever you want and oh, that gives perfect. you access I can to look a at Chris Hemsworth's, I can look at his arms yes. Yes. and I will be surrounded by a Captain America of my choosing so exactly right exactly oh. right so you kind of have it all you basically have it all the rock I, yeah mm, he didn't fine. make it in but that's it's fine. fine yeah um so I do I love I have to say yeah. I do love that I married Wilson Cruz I'm really excited yeah. about this I think that was the I think that was the best outcome. I think that, that was really the best was. outcome. Yeah. Um so that, my dear, is uh the fullness and richness of your MASH future. Congratulations are Thank in order. You. I Great love work. this. I'm excited. I do love because you know what you don't get everything in life, but you find the joys. And Wilson and I are gonna will. Um <laughs> we'll somehow suffer through our <laughs> second home in Barcelona. <laughs> 
in our shack. We'll get through um, it. Eating cake, um, yeah. you know, zip lighting around where we go, um, and skydiving yeah. on the weekends. It's a uh, thank it's a you fair for life. being so brave about this. Thank you for being so brave <laughs> and taking the sacrifice of your life with Wilson Cruz. This has been so much fun. Oh my what god, we've joy. been talking forever. This I think this is rivaling the John Hodgman episode of Stop Yakking. Yeah. Let's Take put that, look at, he needs to be taken down a peg. He needs to be taken down a peg. Um this was wonderful. Wonderful, oh. wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much. Everyone, happy Pride. Um Ooh, because the Pride is still going on. Because the Pride is still going on. <laughs> and uh and the pride is still going on, and the pandemonium box oh, is almost. Yeah. Oh, ooh, we both came up with ones you that are pretty did. good. And pretty like, on those the are nose. good parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah we came back. We came back to the center point. <laughs> we needed of, like, to. The we P-words. needed to rest our game. We needed to rest <laughs> the game a bit. And we did. Our brains it. were silently cooking new words. It's always working. Always <laughs> working works. back there. That's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Uh, and everyone else, I will talk to you next. The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Hey, remember when we could save kittens from trees or lunch on skyscrapers, bring the villains to their knees. Maybe we should. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.